Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Bob's Tavern. This is Bob's Tavern Cast. I am your bartender, Jay. And I'm your bartender, Don. And the bar has been closed. We ran out of mead, and then there was a, a huge fight, and Bob was supposed to go have mead, but I, I guess he forgot because we are now back into it. Bobless, yet again. It's such a slacker, but I am glad to be talking to my great friend, bartender. How have you been doing? How has Hearthstone been treating you? I've heard tales of legendary uh, levels. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I I hit legend again this month. Uh, it's like my 11th time hitting legend, so... Still feels good every time. Um, Unfortunately, had not put as much time into Battlegrounds because I was really pushing for that legend. uh, And then I ended up kind of getting sick. So (laughs) haven't really been playing quite as much, but um, excited to be able to play some more. I've I've played some, but just not as much as I want, which, you know, would be like playing all the time. So maybe that's unrealistic, but... Uh, how about yourself? How have you been? How's Hearthstone been treating you? You know, rogue is as rogue does. It's uh, it's a great time to be a rogue main. If you love backstabbing and shadow stepping and all those things, then the meta loves you as well, as long as you're not facing Embiggen Druid or... Yeah, that's about it. But in terms of Battlegrounds, I've, I've been up and down gotten some wins before we started actually i took two back-to-back first place wins so that's great um i hit my 400th top four which is awesome uh but yeah it's man battlegrounds has been difficult lately like the actual games have felt harder and i don't know if that means that it's easier for everyone else or if i'm just like my mindset's wrong or what but We're going to get into that a little bit later when we talk about the 16.2 patch, but I have to tell everyone that uh, this podcast is uh, brought to you by by all of you listeners out there, uh, the patrons of the Bob's Tavern, and uh, especially our patrons over at Patreon. So if you want to be one of those people, head over to patreon.bobstavern.pub. Dragon, we've had some emails from the community with some ideas on what we could do and we've we've heard some thoughts and we're going to try to do some of those things uh but i think first and foremost we've got to talk about the big patch that released last week you want to take it away all right sure so let's see here uh first of all they added a few new heroes, which is pretty awesome. Uh, Tyrion Forgering with a hero power cost one. Give minions with no minion type plus one plus one. And Millhouse Mana Storm, a hero power, a passive hero power. Minions cost two. Refresh costs two gold. And start with two gold. So a lot of two gold things going on there. Um what do, you, what do you think of them as new heroes? Have you really gotten a chance to try them out? So I feel like they introduced one new hero and then one thing that 
everyone seems to want to play but always loses to like i i don't know what's going on um Tyrion is really broken and really really good uh i i took one of those first place today with Tyrion, but millhouse not so much uh and uh the coin concede uh fellows over there were mentioning that they thought maybe it was just people don't know how to play millhouse and I have to agree. No one knows how to play him because everyone that picks him seems to be one of the first two people to go out. Yeah, it's a seems a little tricky to really understand, but uh, do you think it's just not good and might need changing in the future? Or is it just that people haven't quite figured it out yet? I wouldn't be as naive to say that it's not good. I think that the amount of attention that they pay to most of these heroes is, you know, adequate for something like this. I think more than anything, the meta, which took a big change, and I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit why that's happening now in a, in a few minutes, but the meta just doesn't call for what millhouse can do i mean ultimately if everything costs two like what's what's your game plan your game plan is to like get minions on the cheap no matter what they are where really right now there's like one or two strategies that will win you the game and and that's really about it everyone else is just kind of struggling yeah and it's kind of interesting with the refresh costing two as well um you know, because it's, it's kind of a weird balance to try to say, OK, well, the refresh costs more. So I really have to be a bit more careful with when I'm refreshing versus when I'm trying to buy units. And I don't know, the I, maybe something does need adjusting there. Or like you said, maybe it's just that everything else is kind of really good. And this just doesn't kind of have a place right now. Yeah, I could definitely see them reworking it and, and maybe doing something to make it a little bit uh, more effective in the current meta. But um, ultimately, the way that it is right now, it's not really that great. I'm actually surprised at how well Tyrion fits into the meta. And I, I think that's because Wrath Weaver is not a... It's a neutral minion, although it really does belong to a tribe it, it doesn't technically belong to that tribe so uh it's almost like making adding insult to injury yeah and you kind of have to look at other things too like all of the battle cry minions i mean not all of them a few of them like some of the murlocs uh have a battle cry but obviously they're murlocs but some of the other battle cry things and just the other things that already have some synergies uh aren't you know part of of a tribe already so giving those a battle cry or some other effect that already works with stuff and then also giving it buffs just seems very, very strong. Definitely. And one of the things that I was able to do is win rounds with a cave hydra, but basically using all of the beast battle cry minions to buff the cave hydra and then just hit the hero power at the end and still give myself a little boost. And everything else was a neutral minion. And, and it it worked flawlessly. I mean, I had like an 1818 cave hydra and everything else was 14, 14, 16, 16. 
and I was just swapping out that single battle cry minion, and it, it worked flawlessly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think here, moving on to outside of, well, actually, one more note on the heroes. It's kind of in a different spot here, but uh, Sir Finley Mergleton has been removed from the Battlegrounds hero pool. So uh, these two new ones and then removing Sir Finley, we're still above the 24 that we used to have. Um, but moving into some new minions now and some other changes with minions, uh, we do have a unit uh, prisoner. It's a demon, three attack, three health, taunt, death rattle, summon a 1-1 imp, and fiendish servant, another demon, two attack, one health, with a death rattle, give this minion's attack to a friendly, a random friendly minion. Uh, and the Fiendish Servant is actually also from the new solo adventure, uh, the second week that just opened uh, a few days ago. So that's also in standard. Um, and then in terms of some additional minion changes, we have Void Walker has been removed from the Battleground minion pool. So they put in two demons, took one demon out, and then the Golden Zap... Uh, now has Mega Wind Fury instead of just Wind Fury. So, some interesting changes there. Uh, what What's your opinion on those? You know, I think that the biggest change there was the additions from the Descent of Dragons solo adventure. Like, it's, it's interesting because you don't see those cards on ladder, <laughs> um, but you sure see them in Battlegrounds. It is ridiculous uh how much that demons are just running the show right now like uh there was there was chat in our our discord and people were saying like you know i feel like it's almost bad to go demons because everyone's trying to go demons and then like two messages later they're like screw it no just push demons like everyone push demons it's worth it like and and we had this problem with uh, Nightmare Amalgam, where there was one clear strategy, and if that strategy didn't work, you wanted to switch to whatever was next. Honestly, I feel that this is this is worse because with Nightmare Amalgam, you had to get your Nightmare Amalgam, but you still had to play the game. You still had to do certain things. You had to you know try to get to six or get to at least five. Get some of those battle cries, eventually get your divine shield unlocked, get poison unlocked, you know, get those things and make them happen before Nightmare Amalgam could really be a terror that it was known to be. With this, the core set of all of the cards, all of the minions that you need happen before rank three. Like you can really push demons with Wrathweaver and Soul Juggler up to three and then just stay there. Uh, you, there is an argument to push maybe to four so that if you get a triple, you can go for like a Void Lord, but that's not absolutely necessary. Uh, if you get Malganus, even better. Like it, it's one of those things where like I, you can win games from three. Like I forgot to level up so many times. I think I leveled up to like rank four with for like one gold and 
that's just wrong. That's <laughs> that doesn't make the game fun when you feel like I have to do a certain thing to win the game. Otherwise, there's no way that I can win. And I'm not saying that it's not impossible to to beat demons, but it feels really, really bad to play and not have demons right now. Yeah, and it, in a way, too, it also feels kind of bad to not go through the tears. Like, yeah, I'm just going to sit at, you know, this tier, like, the whole time and not really do anything. I feel like that kind of defeats the purpose of the whole thing. So that that's something that they really might want to look at. Yeah, I, you know, I wondered why they decided to bring in two minions and take out one. Um, I mean, honestly, the, what I forgot the, the name of the two mana demon, but it's like kind of whatever, like you can, you can kind of tell what you're going to be doing at one mana if you get the right demon picks. And honestly, I didn't have a problem with void, uh, void Walker. I feel like like vulgar homunculus was probably worse than void walker to be honest but i mean there's it, it's, it just feels really really weird to play right now and i don't know how they're going to fix that but i can tell you exactly how they won't fix it and that's with mega wind fury because i don't think i have seen anyone use Mega Wind Fury and it actually like survived past two hits. Like I I wondered why they were wanting to do this. When I saw it, I was like, oh hey, Zap has Mega Wind Fury. Oh, oh, okay, I guess. Sure. But I mean ultimately it it made no difference on that card. Uh I don't know why they even felt like they needed to do anything with it, but you know, that's just my take. Yeah, I think there's a couple things here. Um giving it the Mega Wind Fury for the golden, I think rewards people who can get that because it is pretty hard to get. I mean, that's already a six star minion and then you have to get three of them. So that's pretty, pretty crazy in itself. But I feel like this maybe would have been a better change. Maybe when we still had amalgam, uh, you know, because people were running a lot of the kind of you'd have maybe two amalgams and then your other cards were kind of lower attack, like support type things. Uh, where you probably could kill off three of them maybe before the, you know, the zap died. Um, but now it doesn't seem as as effective, I think, as it may have in the past meta. Yeah, and and again, a lot of this has to do with what is happening right now with the meta. I mean, it doesn't matter how many times you hit with Mega Wind Fury, if you're having to deal with like a three two hundred, you know, minion or uh, sixty something, sixty something, you know, Wrath Weaver, or, you know, a lot of those things, I think that, and I, I, I hate the idea of this, but I do think that there needs to be a more balanced distribution of poisons. And, and other tools. Because, I mean, the obvious response to this is, well, if, if demons are rampant and there's nothing you can do to stop them, just go murlocs. Well, murlocs still die to everything. So they they nerfed murlocs into the ground and, and now, like, demons are, are super strong. I would be surprised if... Well, I wouldn't be surprised if the developers came out with a massive buff 
to the other tribes. And I, I think that nerfing isn't going to solve this problem. Um, how do you nerf Wrathweaver? Like, make it, you can't, because I mean, it's a card. How do you, you can't nerf the heroes because the heroes don't matter. You know, you could, I could, if, you know, example of that, I won with demons using Pyromat. So, like, again, I think Pyromat's a tier one you know, hero, but everyone else tends to disagree. But if I'm sure people could have done it with Finley Mergleton and, and like still one, if Finley was still in the game, but ultimately they need to make the other tribes feel like they have a chance because you just hit a certain point where you're like, if I don't just draw the nuts on like death rattle, like mech or something like that, I'm probably going to lose to that person. That's, just stacking demons left and right. Yeah. And actually kind of something you mentioned right there at the end, I think kind of leads into another couple things here in the patch notes. Um, I'm just going to read them real quick, but uh, they have bonus stats. A minion lineup history has been added to the bonus bonus stats page. So you'll be able to see your last five board states as of the recruit phase immediately before you won or lost. Uh, so that's in the, the stat page outside of the battleground. And the scoreboard, so when hovering over opponents on the scoreboard, you'll now be able to see many of the majority, how many of the majority minion type are currently in their lineup. Uh, It does have a note here, if your opponent has the same number of minions from multiple tribes, the scoreboard will display mixed minions. Um, So you kind of mentioned about, oh, if somebody has a lot of demons, you can kind of hover over that and it'll show like, at the bottom underneath kind of their last few fights, it'll show demons, you know, four demons, six, whatever. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you think that that's really having an effect at all on what people are doing? Uh, You know, you kind of mentioned a little bit before as well that, Hey, if everybody's going demons, like you can't really go demons, but eh, just still push them anyways. Uh, You know, is that, have you noticed any difference with that? I've noticed a lot of varied styles in the mid game. And again, it doesn't seem to work, but I, you know, you'll, you might check and see, Oh, what's, what's uh Millhouse running. Well, Millhouse is running everything because Millhouse is weird, but everyone else, Oh, three demons, two demons, four demons, but oh, Tyrion's running one demon and yet still in first place, like what's happening. Um, I think that right now, the way that the meta is set up, it doesn't really matter. At end game, it's going to be demons versus either another set of demons or demons versus a death rattle mech. And occasionally some Beastmaster like gets in and like RNGs his way to victory or something, or you have like Baron Rivendare just playing tricks on people. Like it's, you got to get really lucky. And I don't think knowing what you went uh, will help all that much. I will say that uh, I think they call them war bands. Um, that's kind of cool. They're kind of coming out with their own terminology across the board with, with this. Yeah, you have your hero, you have your your minions that are part of your war band to see like I I think that showing those those last um minions that you had available uh you know it's when you win it's kind of good to look at but when you lose you're like I mean 
there's so many different reasons why you might have taken an L. Like, maybe you just didn't get the draws that you were looking for. Maybe you tried to force something a little too early and, and it just wasn't happening. Like, these things happen. Sometimes you have to take those chances and, and they don't work out. But I don't think at the end of the day, like, well, I took fourth place and maybe if my warband had a Baron Rivendare in it, I would have done better. Um, I think sticking to the tips that we described in the uh, Get Good episode that we last did, I think that helps more doing those recaps at the end of your game, thinking about what you could have done better, properly thinking about your um, play strategy before you start buying minions. I think all of those are going to help you way more than reviewing what your last lineup looked like or how many demons that Pyromat has. And just so you know, the answer is five, five demons. Yeah, see, I, I agree with you too. And it's like, the it's cool that they're kind of adding that stuff in and, and doing more. But at the same time, like, yeah, just hovering over and seeing, oh, okay, so-and-so has three demons. Like, why do I care? Especially when you don't know which ones they are. It would be important and much more impactful if it said which ones they had. But just, oh, they have three demons, or yeah, they have a mixed. Like, okay, cool. Like, what does that mean to me? I just, I pretty much, I was looking at it the first few games I played, and then it's like, okay, I just don't even really care that much about that. So I just don't even look at it anymore. Um, yeah, I unless it was specific. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that trying to overanalyze your based on your stats is kind of a recipe for disaster anyway. Um, I tend to get in my head, uh, especially like when I'm playing in ladder and, you know, games like that. If I'm like, oh, you know, if I would have had this card, this card and this card, I would have won the game. And it's like, well, yes, that might be true, but that doesn't really help. And I think the same thing applies to battlegrounds. It's like, oh yeah, if I if I had this card, this card, and this card, I would have won. And it's like, but you didn't. Um, you have to figure out. That's part of the game is is taking what you're given and coming up with a strategy that works. Um, that's the idea with all of these auto chess style games is that you don't have the ability. You can control some things, but you can't control everything. And trying to do so will only hurt you it rarely helps yeah i agree um but actually kind of on that note uh some things that couldn't kind of control before that they have changed uh in this patch as well some battlegrounds improvements um there's five little key points here um but basically all of them boil down to uh reduced animations or increased like drag speed so everything that you do in the game when you're moving things or any animations it's all faster that's amazing yeah it was it was weird the first time i played on pc and well i played on my mac and it was it felt weird like that was how responsive it was. Like it felt weird to actually move. And I was like, whoa, why is it so slingy? Like it's kind of weird. Uh, but on mobile, it's a drastic difference. It feels so good. And, and granted, my use case is I'm, I'm playing on a, an iPhone 11 
Pro. So it's like, I, I understand that I have stronger hardware. So there might be some players who say, well, it's still kind of a harder, you know, it's a poorer performance on mobile than it is on computer. I think a lot of that has to do with what device you're using. But at the same time, there is a clear difference from where it was to where it is now. And I, I think that that can only continue to improve. Like, I, I, I don't want to tell them, oh, hey, good job. Now get back to work. But at the same time, like there, there are always going to be things that you can do to increase the, you know, performance of your game and client. For instance, I still queue into games and then immediately get disconnected. Uh, there's still reports on, on Reddit that people's clients are still crashing or that it's loading the game, but then it gets past the uh, select a hero screen and then nothing loads. Uh, and then when you try to reload the game, you've taken a loss because it's it's just auto conceded you. And I, I think that as long as those things are happening, people are going to see those stories. They're going to they're going to hear from their friends. Oh, well, it's still in beta. You know, it's, it's a little buggy and it's going to drive people away. But I do want to give them credit. The The changes that they've made so far are phenomenally better than what I would expect for a beta. I think that the performance changes that they've applied are fantastic. I just hope that it encourages them to continue to see how they can improve instead of just kind of being okay with the status quo. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, one other big thing, and this is kind of the last thing in the patch that we haven't talked about yet for Battlegrounds, uh, which it did come out separately from this patch. It came out almost a week later, uh, I think. Yeah, I think it applied yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, And this is, we've talked about it on the show before, so yay, a lot of people have been asking for this. Uh, you cannot face the same player more than once in every three rounds. Yay! Like, applause. Thank God. I mean, I think we have a listener that works for Blizzard's death. Like, they work for Team 5. Because I, I feel like we've been calling these shots left and right. Oh, they need to get rid of Nightmare Amalgam. What happens? Boom, Nightmare Amalgam disappears. Oh, they need to change Soul Juggler's battle cry when it's golden. Boom, they change the, the battle cry. And now this, right after our Tales of the Tavern, my tale of woe of dealing with the same two terrible minions. And we hear the news almost a week later, like, oh, don't worry, Jay, we got you. We're going to fix this. So whoever it is that's listening at Blizzard, thank you so much. Now, how about I don't I'm, I'm going to save my reservations. I'm not going to call my shots yet because I want it to count when I use it. But I wonder what's going to be next. And I have some ideas, but I want to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, I'm just I'm so happy that this change was put in. Um it just makes such a difference. And it even includes, I, I do want to make sure that I read this here. Uh, we've adjusted the algorithm that determines which opponent you face each round in a Battlegrounds match. You will no longer face the same player or Kel'Thuzad more than once in every three combat rounds, unless there are two players remaining. So also the fact that you can't face Kel'Thuzad, more, like that changes a lot too. 
Um, so that's really interesting. And I think that's going to really make a huge difference in the matches overall. Uh, maybe not, you know, in one specific battlegrounds, but I think in the long run and the more you do, this change is really, really going to help even out and give people more accurate uh, ratings. Yeah, I, I still think that there's, I mean, it it will feel bad. Like if if you get stuck in that evil loop and every three turns you're facing AFK or someone like that, like I can understand how it would feel, you know, like crap, but I'm hoping that this will this will help with that. I wonder if you know there are if there's any like insight as to how they made those adjustments. I would actually just be interested in knowing how the the math works on that. What formula are they using? Uh, they've talked about how they've come up with their uh, ranking system before, so I. I could see maybe a blog post or something saying like, this is how we do matchmaking. And this is why it's important that you have, you know, variation. And, and this is what it shows. Like everyone plays a different character on average three times between games or, you know, something like that. But I'm, I'm really interested in what they're doing to make this game, what it is because they're doing a great job. They really are. I want to give them their props. Um, a lot of people think that I'm too hard on Blizzard, but that's okay. Um, I, I'm i not hard. I just want them to do the things that I want them to do. <laughs> that's it. But but yeah, no, I, I think that this is nothing but good news. And I'm really, really excited about this patch. I'm happy with this patch. Other than the obvious shift in the meta, which kind of stinks, but... Um, who knows? The meta has been known to change, and there's still talk about, uh, you know, some some heroes that were supposed to come in. Of uh, uh, one Reno Jackson that uh, was leaked, but was never released, and that people said that they were indeed working on. So, who knows? There's there's a lot that can happen in a week or two. Yes, for sure. But overall, I think some really good changes. Um, was there anything else in the patch notes that you wanted to cover that we haven't talked about already? The patch itself, uh, there was a bug that is still out there, actually, where they did bring back uh, Putricide. Um, and it wasn't in the patch. Uh, people were just kind of like, hey, Putricide's back. And he has... His battle cry is give a random minion for this turn plus 20 attack. And I thought that was kind of uh, bonkers, but honestly, it it doesn't really do much. Um, I think if you can survive to endgame, then obviously it's very strong. I think that that's going to be the next thing that comes out. That's probably what they were hoping to release to kind of put demons in check, just like how you have that uh, sketchy relationship between Nefarian and George. I think you're going to have like all the demon uh, based heroes and putricide because it doesn't matter if you have a, a 1818, if a 22, you know, can kill it. So I, I would be interested to see if, if they just leave it in. Um, but it definitely was something that came out that wasn't in the patch notes. And uh, yeah, a lot of people noticed that. But ultimately, it didn't make much of a difference. Uh, that's kind of funny. 
I actually didn't hear about that one. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that there's really anything else that was put out in this patch. I mean, we pretty much talked about everything. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to see how all of the changes uh, overall just kind of add together. And I think it's really interesting that they put out the patch with the changes, but then separately put out the uh, matchmaking adjustment so that you can't face the same person more than once in the three combat rounds uh, that came separately. So a little bit interesting there, but I think it also kind of made another change in between, you know, kind of their, their big patches. So good changes all around. Yeah. I, I think that that probably just came out of development. Like, Hey, we want to make sure that this works because it's obviously like the core foundation of, the the game is you know choosing who you're going to battle next if that doesn't work properly or there's a bug that causes you know one pair of people to continuously face each other or things like that that could have really bad uh consequences for them and and especially on reddit where people are just waiting for an excuse to go off so i i think that there was probably just something that wasn't working right and they needed to take a little extra time to uh, figure it out, whatever it was. But yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't had a problem since the patch came out and especially uh, the, the little hot fix that came in this week. It seems fine. Well, that was the patch and that makes me think that it is time for a wonderful story that we heard from our discord but it is time for tales from the tavern and this one came from our discord uh from i'm a slinky shout out to slinky he is a good friend of ours that uh we've known for a while so Thank you so much, Slinky, for uh, being in the Discord. And if you want to join Slinky in the Discord, you can do so. There's a link in the show notes that you can click for a free invite into our Discord server. But Slinky says, I had a blistering start where I was AFK. I got a floating watcher, and the next refresh there was a weaver. And I went ham tearing up, eventually stopping with tier three, and I find not one, but two floating watchers to level it up to a 37-37, and I had a 40-40 Weaver, so I was making sure I played demons to the point where I couldn't play a demon anymore. And I thought I was in so much trouble because I teared up... uh, 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 It was in so much trouble I teared up again, and being able to find Malganus, I got my Weaver up to 100 and a 104 attack to where my opponent was super overwhelmed and had no way of dealing with both. That player was tier six and didn't find a poisonous minion. When this started, I was at one health and the opponent was at 24 and eventually chipping that player's life away where I was able to win with a really big board. Uh, Thank you for your tale, Slinky. Uh, This is is what I'm talking about. This is the exact issue that I have where with demons, you are able to... Uh, as they say, risk it for the biscuit, uh, all the way down to one health and still 
be able to pull out these wins because you have something like a 100, you know, 100, 100 Malganis or sorry, Weaver and like a 104, 104, you know, floating watcher because like they need to do something to get the demons in check. And honestly, I don't think that I don't think that it would fix it if he if his opponent had poison. I mean, unless he picked up like Gentle Megasaur and had like five Murlocs and they all had poison, his opponent was going to lose that game no matter what. Yeah, it's kind of a uh, kind of crazy when that happens, which like you can mention, it kind of happens a lot. Um, but the thing that I find the most amazing about this is that Slinky was at one health, one health this whole time. And then just one like however many rounds to beat their opponent from 24. Like that is, it was so silly. I feel like with like heroes, like Lich Bazal, I find myself at like sub 10 health and still being at like rank three and can still pull out maybe not a first place finish, but at least like a top four. Like I almost... I almost feel like I can pull a top four with with Lich Bazal and Demons every single time I use her. And I mean, again, maybe it, maybe it's just the the ranks that we're at and the the opponents that we're playing. But that just that can't feel good. That can't be conducive to like having fun in the game. But at the same time, like what are like what are we to do? That's not really. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of... This feels almost as bad as Evolve Shaman. <laughs> wow. That's pretty bad. I I don't think it feels quite that bad, but, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of kind of uh, over the top a little bit. Um, well, I'll take that back. Maybe not Evolve Shaman. Maybe, like, pre-nerf Galacron Shaman. That was still pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was definitely, uh, it definitely felt bad. <laughs> You're comparing this to like, you know, uh, like on a scale of one to 10, like that was like a 15 and then, okay, then like 13.5 instead of 15. Bomb Warrior when it came out? Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see what they end up doing if they make any changes, but um, yeah, it. I've had games too, like even before this patch where you're kind of at like one or two life and then you kind of kind of like in ladder games where you're able to stabilize and then your opponent just can't do much and then you kind of come back from behind. Um, so I think that aspect probably felt pretty good, but it probably did not feel good for the opponent on the receiving end of that. Definitely. Well, before we wrap this up, I have one question for you. And this actually isn't in the notes. This is something that I've been thinking about a little bit. And I, I wanted your opinion on. On turn one, if you had the perfect pick for turn one, what would it be? And if you don't have that number one pick, what's your number two? Oh, boy. That is a really good question. Um, hmm. 
I just like going for stats, personally. So whatever's like the beefiest thing, like that's just what I like. So <laughs> I think we talked about it earlier. Uh, homunculus. I like homunculus. Homunculus is definitely up there. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there, there's kind of a tie between either one of your tokens because that's just currency or what is it Rockpool Tidehunter is that the the two yes that that would be my number two yeah I it's always tough when you see like okay I can either go tokens or I could go Tidecaller like sometimes I'll actually I would probably say Tidecaller over Homunculus because you'll draw against a Homunculus and you didn't have to take damage and I do think that a lot of the early game is not as much about winning the round, but more about not losing the round. I think you can get away with ties. I think you can get away with, if I do lose, you know, do as much damage as you can to minimize the the effort, which I mean, that's the whole idea of the game. But I think that that's crucial uh, early on. So yeah, like you said, going for stats, I don't know if... Rock pools greater than a two one and a one one. I mean, that's also pretty good. Uh, but who knows? And we want to hear your opinions too, um, to the audience. So if you have an idea or if you think that we're both crazy and you want to get like selfless hero on turn one or, or whatever, then let us know. You can tell us on uh, Twitter or in the discord, or you can email us at podcast at dodds at, at dodds tavern at bob's tavern dot pub uh dragon uh is it time for last call you know what yeah it's it's been a funky last week let's uh let's let's put that last call out there all right everyone grab a glass because it is the last call, last call, last call, last call, last call. thank you to our our patron totally drunk for uh, supporting the show. If you want to join totally, you can do so by going to patreon.bobstavern.pub. And of course, thank you to everyone in our discord for the awesome conversation, uh, all the different ideas and tips. There's a lot of great uh, players in that discord. I was telling someone on Reddit earlier today, uh, they were asking, how do I get good at battlegrounds? And, uh, I said, well, there's a few things you got to do. One, you got to listen to some podcasts. I know of a couple. And then two, you got to start talking to people. And why we're not a better place than inside of our Discord channel. So again, if you want to join there, you can do it absolutely free. It, there will be a link in the show notes for that. Uh, if you want to connect with us on Twitter, you can do so at Bob's Tavern HS. And of course, we are streaming live on Twitch currently and you can catch the action as it's happening in at twitch.com slash bob's tavern hs uh you got anything coming up this week dragon um a lot of just my usual kind of stuff the content that i do uh i stream over at twitch.tv slash dragon writer dk uh, I do some content and some articles every week, uh, an article and some casting for the Aspired series. And I also do another podcast uh, for 
Cause of Voices of the Dusk, another card game that's being developed. Uh, and you can find all of that at uh, the Cause I Love It, a Cause podcast. Um, but yeah, so that stuff's always going on. And then also, uh, again, I'm running uh, my own esports team and organization. So if you're interested in that, you can always follow and find more on that. Uh, it's called Amber Flight Gaming, and you can find that on Twitter uh, at A Flight Gaming. If I if I read correctly, you picked up uh, your first teammate. Am I am I right with that? We did, yeah. So uh, Neji Boston, he is uh, from Canada, and he has been doing some amazing stuff on ladder. I mean. He hit a very early legend this season, and I mean, he's been hovering like I don't think he really. Maybe one day he was like 250, but other than that, he's been higher than that, ranging in like the you know single digits of legend to like 200 at, at the most. So uh, he's been doing a ton of work and been streaming. So yeah, really, really happy to have him on. Shout out to Neji Boston and a special shout out to uh, one of the fellow Hearthstone streamers, Appa, who is going to be playing in the Arlington series uh, this weekend. So shout out to you, Appa. Good luck. We're all rooting for you. Um, I know the the team over at Coin Conceit is super happy. And yeah, uh, we have upcoming events from our uh, side here as well with with Dragon playing at DreamHack Anaheim. If you are in the LA area or the Anaheim area, be sure to uh, stop by. We might be trying to figure out a way to do a little meetup afterwards uh, just so we can cheer Dragon on and, and celebrate when she destroys her enemies with fire and fury, uh, just like uh, Dragon does. That's right. But... I think that's going to be it. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can do so on Twitter at KJY Miller. And Dragon, did you already say where people could find you? Um, yeah, I don't know if I said my Twitter, but uh, just in case. But yeah, you can also find me on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D A W N I E D K. All right, everybody. Well, I think Bob got lost, so we should probably go look for him. But dragon myself i'm jay miller and uh the tavern's closed everybody get out night welcome back to cena now nobody this time please leave your weapons outside barkai you know the rules welcome krasiki your dark corner is ready for brooding. Eudora, we have to have a little chat about your tab. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads? You are a diamond in the rough, Squish. Always a pleasure.